Welcome back, guys and girls, to episode two of Mquan Reviews. This is the podcast that explores that intersection between technology, online culture, and living in the modern age. I'm Mquan, your host. Peace and blessings to you all out there. Now, if you know who I am and know about this podcast, a big thank you for the continued support. I'm really excited to be bringing you episode two, and I think you guys are going to enjoy this particular podcast. But if you're listening to me for the first time, you have no idea who I am or what I do. Well, I'm a content creator based uh, in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, and I cover the broad spectrum of unboxings, reviews, and vlogs, mostly around technology and lifestyle. And I've been doing that for a couple of years. So this week, in fact, not this week, last week, um, we're talking about three to four days ago. I was incredibly, incredibly fortunate uh, to be invited down. There was a closed session uh, from the company Huawei who managed to give uh, some of us lucky people an actual, real, hands-on with possibly the future smartphone or the smartphone of the future. Um, I'm going to talk to you about that because I've been inundated with a lot of questions after I put up that video. Incidentally, if you want to see the hands-on video and really the sort of the main video that this commentary is going to be about, you can check that out on my YouTube channel. Type into YouTube search MQAN Reviews. And you'll see the latest video, which is the Huawei Mate X hands-on. Now, let's just talk to you about smartphones and why I think this might just be the future of smartphones. So I'm going to be totally honest. I was incredibly, incredibly critical of the whole folding smartphone. I don't know if it's a evolution, revolution, whatever. I've been hearing about it for some time now as a tech sort of reviewer and an analyst. Um, you know, various companies uh, have in the past couple of years sort of spoken about bendable displays and foldable displays and this technology and that technology. Um, we had Galax, uh, we had the Samsung uh, Unpacked event uh, where they actually announced their first foldable phone, which was about a week and a half ago now. Um, by the time of the recording of this uh, podcast. And that was the Samsung Galaxy Fold. It got a lot of press coverage um, at, the Sam's, Sam's, uh, at the Samsung Unpacked event. And um, that was, I think, the first time that a lot of people, and I'm talking about mainstream sort of mass, people were noticing foldable smartphones. Um, nobody had actually handled uh, the Galaxy Fold because it was sort of, shown on stage, kind of demoed briefly, and then basically packed behind a glass container. Nobody had actually got any hands-on with that. Then a couple of days later, MWC kicked off, which is the Mobile World Congress. And at that event, uh, everybody was shocked and surprised by Huawei because Huawei announced their version of what had just been announced by Samsung, the Huawei Mate X. And that particular phone caught the internet by absolute storm. Not only uh, were tech reviewers interested in this, but I think the industry as a whole uh, across uh, the board were really surprised at this particular product. There have been others that have announced foldable phones, but without a doubt, I think the Huawei Mate X has really taken the storm when it comes to the publicity around foldable uh, smartphones. And what really surprised a lot of people, myself included, was how when we looked at the Samsung Galaxy Fold, you had this device that kind of 
it, you know, it set a particular expectation of foldable smartphones. And then the Mate X came and completely smashed that expectation. Um, it showed us a smartphone that could actually be used uh, in a closed format as well as an open format, both in a realistic and a very practical way. Um, and, you know, I had a chance to spend some quality time with the device in my hand. It wasn't behind a glass container. It wasn't sort of restricted as to what I could and couldn't sort of uh, see. The only thing they had asked me that I couldn't do, obviously, was to scratch up the phone or bend test or anything crazy like that. But for the most part, I wasn't sort of, uh, I didn't feel in any way that I wasn't allowed to do something with the phone or I had to sort of uh, show off certain key features. It was really a true hands-on video um, and that video is available online and you can check that out. But what's the future? I mean, is this the future of smartphones? The interesting thing is over the last couple of years, I've been inundated with people saying to me, hey, M. Kwan, be honest with us. Tell us, is there anything else that we can expect from smartphones? Because let's face it, over the last at least five years, smartphones are beginning to look incredibly similar. The irony of the fact is, is that whether you look at iOS or Android, across the board now, a lot of smartphones are looking the same. Um, they have the same sort of design language around them, the same kind of or very similar uh, UI, UX sort of features. So what is the future? Now, for consumers, it's really odd because I think smartphones are incredibly, incredibly capable at this point in time. But as consumers, we're incredibly bored with the same thing. So we have the situation now where Flagship smartphones no longer feel like a yearly upgrade. Most people are going to upgrade their smartphones now probably every two years. Um, and even during that time, they might be bored. So the next logical step, according to some manufacturers, were to completely enhance and add functionality for the hardware. And then obviously the software would follow through. And that came in the guise of this foldable concept. Now, before I walked into the room, when I saw the Huawei Mate X, I was pretty skeptical. And I, I, I kind of thought to myself, this is going to be a fad. How many times have I or people that I know around me thought to themselves, I have a smaller device. I want a larger device at this given moment in time. I wish my phone would open up. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know very many people that thought that way or at least communicated that way. And I certainly didn't think that way. I mean, there were certain tasks that I would do on my phone, but I knew that there were other tasks, like let's say video editing, that I wouldn't bother doing on my phone because I need a larger screen for that. So for that purpose, I would pull out my MacBook Pro, my laptop, my tablet, my iPad, whatever, which serves as a larger display, larger screen. And as a result of that, a larger um, uh, sort of medium by which uh, certain enhancements are done to that particular task or application that I want to use. So I was coming into the room with that kind of notion. But then when I sat down with this device and saw not only the build quality, but the way that it sort of transformed what I was, let's say, as an example, I was viewing a YouTube video in a closed sort of format and then I wanted to sort of expand that, to check out comments down below, to, to just get a better uh, viewing angle or viewing experience. You literally press a button and this thing folds out. And I can't begin to explain how 
the initial notion that I went into the room with was completely smashed. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I can see that working with video. Let's try it with something mundane like the camera. Suddenly, I realized that actually there are benefits of a larger viewfinder for this function. And it's incredible because, you know, I was taken aback and I know that I'm incredibly fortunate because I'm one of the few people worldwide, if you if you like, that has been given a chance to actually handle a foldable smartphone. It is one foldable smartphone and we have yet to see uh, or experience what a hands-on with the, uh, the Galaxy Fold will be like and a few of the others, I think Oppo and one or two others had also announced their foldable smartphones. But in the initial experience, um, I think I, I think I saw a smartphone of the future, if I'm honest. Um, it's 40, no, it's, it's basically three or four days after that experience. And I'm still left uh, in awe of the functionality of it. And I'm still left kind of wanting to spend more time with this device, uh, feeling that it's actually genuinely different, both as a, as a tech reviewer, but also as a consumer um, which is very, very interesting for me. It's very rare that something like that happens to me um, with, you know, all of the different tech that sort of gets sent my way for, for me to handle, to review, to kind of get a hands-on with. So this is very, very unique. Now, there are a couple of questions that I was asked online in terms of build quality, in terms of the screen, the uh, fold. Um, let me just run through some of those points very quickly. To begin with, the build quality I was surprised with because the Mate X actually felt, um, it didn't feel, feel cheap. Let's just put it that way. It didn't feel incredibly premium, but at the same time, um, that's given the technology and where it's at currently, particularly with foldable screens. We have an OLED display on predominantly a plastic display. Um, that has advantages in the sense that you can bend and sort of fold and, you know, have those uh, features and functions of that display, but it comes at a cost. It comes at, A, a literal cost, because this device is going to be incredibly expensive once it launches. Um, any of the foldable smartphones are going to be that, and that's just the way that the technology is currently. Um, the second thing is that plastic screen is much, much more resistant to scratches, um, to sort of dents, if you like. And we don't really know at this stage the continual use of the folding mechanism, how that's going to pan out, let's say, in six months to 12 months' time. Uh, I'm sure brands have done plenty of work around this to test it before bringing it to the market. But, you know, the real-world test is a completely different kettle of fish. So that's going to be an interesting thing to observe um, there were questions raised about the crease. Being totally honest, if you watch the video, you'll notice the crease there a lot more than when you have it in it in your in your hand. Um, this was another very interesting experience that um, uh, it seemed like the camera and images and video were doing a disservice to that crease element or the crease debate. Um, I, you know, you, you will notice it. it. It's not raised in any shape, way, or form. It's there. Uh, it is a crease, but once you're using the display, once you're using whatever you need to, if it's the wallpaper or if it's sort of applications, it's a little less 
distracting than what it might come across on a video or somebody's image of the device. So that's something to be aware of. This is, <laughs> it's an interesting smartphone. I think this might be the future for some, at least, of where a smartphone might be heading. Um, manufacturers are incredibly, incredibly uh, eager to charge more for devices. And at the moment, it's very difficult to do that with what consumers will view as marginal upgrades to hardware. But when you bring something like this that adds a functionality element of it, then that's when things get really, really interesting. What I think will be extra interesting is how the operating system then starts to adapt, particularly on a platform like Android, where it's slightly easier to do uh, when it comes to third-party developers and then even manufacturers, OEMs, what they can do with, with Android as a platform for their particular hardware. I think that's where things are going to get incredibly, incredibly excited. There's one last question that gets raised, and it's been raised a great deal, which is, what do I think Apple are going to do to respond to this? Um, I, I, I don't know what Apple will do. Um, I would have, if you'd asked me a week ago before seeing this device, I probably would have said nothing because I don't see this as having serious traction. But I might be wrong. I think this is going to get some attention from at least some people at Apple when it comes to possibly looking at a device of sorts that incorporates in some shape way or form foldable smartphones apple has a habit of not jumping straight into uh, new technology they have a habit of only jumping into it when they have perfected it and and the market knows this as well consumers know this as well so it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to this at the same time but I'd love to know your thoughts. So do find me on Instagram or on Twitter at mquan. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, you can leave your voice message thing through the app. And what I might do is actually feature some of those in the next podcast. Um, if not, then if you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else, then feel free to reach out to me over on twitter or on instagram i might take some of those comments from those platforms and then share them in the next podcast thank you very much for listening to me i've been your host m kwan this is me talking about possibly the future of smartphones until next time stay safe peace and blessings <laughs>